What's up, guys? Evolutionary.org podcast coming your way. Steve Smee here and Rick. How you doing, man? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? So, guys, we have New York New Year's Eve coming. Um, I hope you guys um, can really get some ideas from this podcast. We're going we're gonna to hit you 10 each of things you can do to improve yourself for our New Year's. So let's get right into it. The first one, guys, avoid avoid refined sugars and avoid refined oils. And uh, refined sugars, example of refined sugars would be candy, you know, the chocolate you buy from, from the, uh, the store, you know, it's got that refined sugar in it. Refined oil examples, you know, sunflower oil, canola oil, vegetable oil, hydrogenated oils, all that shit that restaurants put in their food to preserve it, to make it taste better, at least in their opinion, tastes better. I don't think it tastes better, but, um, so, you know, what you can do if you're, if you, you know, instead of, um, consuming refined sugars, guys got to get rid of it. It's killing you. Um, I haven't put refined sugar in my body all of 2019. I went the whole 2019 without one time putting refined sugar in my body. So there's no reason why you can't as well set a goal to do that. Um, that means avoiding cake, cookies, um, candy bars, all that shit. And then refined oils, guys, restaurant food, fast food, they put refined oils in that stuff. Like Chipotle, for example, they put refined sunflower oil in their food. Then they market it as being healthy. It's not healthy. So some of the better ways, instead of refined sugars, switch to fruit, natural, organic, raw fruit. Can't beat that if you like, if you like something sweet. Raw honey, can't beat that if you like something sweet. And then for oils, switch to unrefined, organic, coconut oil uh, to cook with. And that is the best thing that you can cook with at home. So guys, stop being lazy. No more restaurant food. No more fast food. Start cooking at home and use the right things to prep your food. All right. Well, my tip uh, to go along with Steve's is basically you want to experiment more with your diet now in 2020. Uh, get away from just the, the chicken, beef, and seafood and Look into elk, into buffalo, ostrich, duck. Uh, there are tons of uh, other animals now that we, that we can try, different protein sources. It's still animal-based, but you're getting something different, different animal. Just look online. You'll be able to find it. And also um, add more greens and, and different types of greens to your diet this year. So try more, more stuff. There's different uh, things out there for you to try. I'm personally adding a, a greens supplement, uh, greens powder supplement to my regimen this year. So I've always had, you know, protein and BCAs and, and some um, electrolytes as a powder mix. And this year I'm going to add a plant uh, greens powder that I'm buying off of another brand. I'm not even making this. I'm going to try different brands out there and uh, just adding more greens and just having a, a different, uh, adding new stuff to your diet this year. Good, good, good year to uh, try new things, new animals and new plants to eat. All right, guys. So next one is getting off recreational and prescription drugs. So recreational drugs example, you know, obviously heroin, cocaine, those are the ones, um, you know, a lot of people experiment with that and they, they do it. They party every once in a while and they do it. So why not for 2020, just don't use them. Marijuana, another one. Um, a lot of guys use it. Um, it's debatable. I mean, we've talked about it on this podcast, but at the end of the day, guys, um, it does put tar in your lungs. Rick talked about it in previous podcasts. 
Um, it does have some health benefits. I understand that. Some people need it for medical reasons. I understand that. But if you're just smoking it just to get high and just, just to feel good and because it makes, you know, you're addicted to it, it's just a waste of money at the end of the day. So why not just stop taking it? And then, you know, recreational drugs um, is another one. Um, uh, prescription drugs, excuse me, is another one. Um, you know, a pill for every ill. That cliche was told to me many years ago, 10 years ago. And that problem has just keeps getting worse and worse. And at the end of the day, no human being needs a drug to function. I, I don't care what any doctor tells you. I don't care what, you know, uh, you know, these GPs want to put you on a drug, your dentist wants to put you on a drug, your psychologist wants to put you on a drug. Um, at the end of the day, like, you know, the human body is the best healing organism out there. So take a look at some of the, the stuff you're taking. Can you get off of it? Can you wean on yourself of it and go to more natural products? Um, don't get into that habit example of taking a Cialis or Viagra every time you have sex. If, if you have issues as you get older, use some natural herbs, use N2 generate, pop five pills of that shit before sex an hour or two before sex, you'll, you'll have a hard boner. I guarantee it. So, you know, those are, those are things guys to get out these RX drugs. At the end of the day, you're just enriching your, your the pharmaceutical companies, your, your doctor, you're putting your doctor's kid through college. You're putting the pharmaceutical company CEO, um, getting him another yacht for what you're throwing your money in the trash. So try that guys. Just, just, Try to wean yourself off all these fucking drugs. I don't. I didn't take a single drug in 2019 myself. So if I can do it, you guys can do it as well. So to go right along with what Steve said, uh, yeah, try to change those patterns and, and replace those patterns of, of addiction and escapism. If you're taking drugs, uh, you're something's not feeling good inside. If you uh, are taking drugs because you want to enhance a good time you're already having socially, then again, uh, you. You've got to look deep within you and see why you're needing these things and maybe replace some of those patterns. If you have an addictive personality, it's hard to just wake up one day and not, not be an addict, but you can actually change that addiction toward things that are positive uh, towards your life. Gym, meditation, yoga, uh, play a sport. There's a ton, there's tons of competitive sports out there now. Everything from Frisbee throwing, to paintball, to even tag is not competitive. You can get into a, a to some kind of competition, a competitive sport, something that keeps you motivated and keeps you around a good crowd. So um, just replace some of those patterns, some of those uh, drugs or things that were no good for you that you were doing to escape some inner feelings, everything from boredom or just feeling down in yourself, replace it with something that is beneficial. Much easier to, to swap out the addiction than it is to kill the addictive personality altogether. So it's a good, good place to start. All right, guys. So next one kind of goes hand in hand with the first one that we talked about. It's uh, cooking at home versus going out to fast food restaurants. I have a lot of friends I notice that are my age, and I'm sure Rick knows the same uh, situation that um, they never cook at home. Uh, and you go to their kitchen and it's weird because they have like every contraption you can imagine. They have tons of pots and pans. They have you know, every uh, silverware, they have actually uh, even have slow cookers, air fryers in their kitchen and they don't, they don't even use it. It's just so lazy um, and so much, you know, um, easier for them, I suppose, to just to go to a restaurant. But I personally, and it really is to my advantage, but I'm kind of OCD. I don't like some guy with like a ta tattoo on his neck and 
who um, hasn't you know taken a shower in, in uh, four days making my food in, in a restaurant even like if you go to a nice restaurant uh, if you know those people back there a lot of them are like that and those of you who work in the restaurant industry um, as I have previously and I believe Rick has as well we know that um, even if we ourselves may have cooked or been waiters or been bartenders or whatnot. We know that our coworkers, uh, we would never eat <laughs> the food that they were making. And um, I've, I've dated bartenders, I've dated waitresses and, you know, we don't go to the restaurants they were because they know better. So, um, you know, you can cook the best food yourself. Uh, invest in an air fryer, invest in a slow cooker. These are very, very easy um, contraptions that can, you can cook anything with. And um, learn to cook, guys. You can go on YouTube and watch videos on how to use uh, these contraptions and recipes. And like an air fryer, you just get a, a whole bone-in chicken breast with skin, with bone, uh, put it on the rotisserie and let it spin for about 45 minutes and boom, now you have a, a meal. Um, it's very, very easy to, to do it at home. You don't even have to add anything to the chicken. I don't add nothing. I just put it in my air fryer and it spins it and it cooks it like a rotisserie. And it's, it's 100% better than going to KFC and getting chicken and having someone touching it. And you hear stories all the time of food poisoning and stuff. It stresses the body when you eat out. So um, why don't you just try not to eat out so much? Um, I understand from a social perspective, you have to eat out, you know, maybe once a month, twice a month at most. But don't eat out like more than, a, you know, once a week, you know, try to try to learn to cook at home. Yeah, this year I've made a commitment to myself to use all of my equipment. Uh, I use my air fryer quite a lot, just the same as you. Uh, but I think I could probably fire up my oven more, my outside outdoor grill more. I have a crack pot I haven't used in a while. You know, just really try to use all this stuff. Look, I've got a, a great a little piece of equipment where I can make some banging Cuban sandwiches. And I haven't, uh, haven't really messed with it. So definitely use more of my uh, kitchen utensils and eat more at home. Sometimes it is convenient to eat food out, but it's at home. You save so much money and you have total control over what you're making and how it's prepared. So uh, that is a uh, yeah, commitment I'm making as well. Just use all of my kitchen equipment, everything. I've cataloged it. I know what I, what I have for this year and I'm going to use it, use everything within the next two months. Uh, just to, just to know, you know, some stuff I have there that I don't quite use and it's a waste. And I can make some incredible food with, with some of it. My crack pot, like I said, it's been sitting there for a while. I haven't used it. So that's getting fired up here uh, this week. All right, guys. So the next one is uh, eliminating negative people from your life as much as possible. So I'm lucky I do this podcast with Rick. And Rick's a very positive person. You guys don't know Rick as well as I do yet. Um, hopefully in another year from now as we do this podcast, he will. But he's a very positive person. Like he doesn't. Um, he's not a negative person and he's a successful person because he's positive. And I'm the same way. Um, every time in my life I've been negative myself or surrounded myself with negative people, it's not been well, but when I surround myself with positive people, it is well. So that might be hard to do. Um, a lot of you work in offices or work around a lot of people. So it might be hard to surround yourself with positive people. But my advice on that was like, if you're in an office, just don't socialize with them. Just handle your business and that's it, you know? And um, some of the things you can control is a gym environment. You go to the gym an hour every day. Um, don't go to a gym where there's a lot of negativity. Don't go to the gym where there's a lot of assholes. Don't go to the gym where the, 
they harass you every time you walk in the door. Oh, you know, your membership, blah, blah, blah. You know, they fuck with you. Um, some gyms are like that. So I, I prefer a gym that doesn't fuck with you. Everyone minds their own business. I go there, I handle my business and I leave. Um, yoga studios, very good positive environments. It's very, very frowned upon in a yoga studio for people to bitch and be negative. Like once you walk in that door, it's, it's all about being positive. So um, that's an option too. sign up for a yoga studio monthly as well. And then that will kind of give you in a positive environment. Stay away from bars, stay away from clubs. It's a bunch of depressed people drowning their sorrows every fucking day drinking you know, um, you know, those are, those are types of situations. And if it's possible, you know, if you have a job where everyone's negative, look for a better job out there, guys. I mean, unemployment rate is pretty low right now. So it's a good time to look for a job before unemployment rate starts creeping back up. So think about that. And at, at, at the end of the day, guys, sometimes you have to eliminate people from your life, even, even family members, even friends that you've been friends with your whole life. I've done that. And um, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to have you um, bring your negativity on me and fuck me up. So, um, and you know, that's, that's how it goes. And the same thing with relationships, you know, sometimes you just got to move on from relationship if it's a negative situation. Yeah. Go and right along with that. Uh, learn to be and feel better by yourself. Learn to be alone. That's some superpower. If you can free yourself from loneliness, if you can just you yourself be enough for yourself. That's a superpower. And then you can go out and have incredible, wonderful friendships, relationships with other people. But the first relationship starts with you and you need to just be good and you need to be fine. Just being alone. And that's a, uh, you start off with that, just feeling good, being alone, being by yourself. And then you'll be able to just have very, very good, healthy relationships with everybody around you. And it's very hard to do. You know, humans, we're social creatures. You know, uh, criminals in, in jail, right? Their punishment when they misbehave is to be put away in a room, away from the other criminals. So think about that. Our need uh, for other people, to have other people around us is so big that even if you're in jail with people who are criminals and that you can't trust as a punishment, you're taken away from them. So you can just imagine us that have good people around us, um, how it really easy it is to miss a loved one, a, a to you know, miss, miss friends, all these things. And it's okay to love people and it's okay to care about them, but you need to have the best relationship and the first relationship with yourself. And you should be fine and be just okay being on your own. So that's a good... A purpose for 2020 is just be better and feel good by yourself alone. Free yourself from the feeling of loneliness. All right. So next one is better sleep habits. This can make a world of difference in your life. There's nothing to be ashamed of. If you're a person who, you know, gets a lot of sleep at night, uh, a lot of people frown on that. They're like, Oh, you get a lot of sleep. You're, you're a bitch, you know, whatever. But I mean, look at Tom Brady. He, he sleeps eight, nine hours a night and he's, uh, you know, in his early 40s, still playing professional football at, at a high level. I mean, so it's no secret that sleep is very important. Um, you know, some of the glaring things I notice with people is, uh, you know, if you're a caffeine drinker, you like coffee, that's great. Um, but, you know, you got to cut that off early in the day. You can't be drinking coffee before bed. 
you can't be taking pre-workouts in, in the evening before you work out. Very important too. Um, it's a good idea to stop eating two hours before bed too. And you know, there are some benefits to eating near bed. I get it, but I think it's much more beneficial just to let the, the gut not have to digest food as you are trying to fall asleep and as you are trying to reach a deep sleep. So that's a big one. Removing electronics from your room. We've talked about it many times in this podcast, um, but people continue to do that wrong. You should not have electronics in your room. You should not have a TV. You should not have your phone should not even be allowed in your room. That's just going to drive you crazy. Turn your alarm clock away from you or don't have an alarm clock at all. I don't have an alarm clock. I haven't had an alarm clock in 20 years. Um, you know, some of the other things, mattresses, guys, I mean, it might be time for you to get a better mattress. You can get a really good mattress for 12, 1500 bucks. If you just, um, you know, go to the, a good mattress place and have them match the price that you find online, they'll match it on the spot because they're still making money on that mattress. The mattress industry is a big, big scam. It costs them way less to make a mattress than they sell. So if you just negotiate with them and you, they match the price, you can walk away with a damn good mattress that lasts you 10 years, 15 years for under 1500. You know, that's important. Good quality pillows, good quality sheets. So you're comfortable. And then, um, you know, noise, get eliminate the noise out of your room and that will all make a difference with your sleep and that will help your workouts and that'll help everything else in your life too. It's not how many hours you sleep is what you do with the time that you're awake. So, oh, I only sleep four hours, six hours. It doesn't mean anything if when you're awake, you waste four, five, six hours a day on mindless bullshit, like television and just dumb things. So it's really, doesn't. if you need eight hours of sleep, fine. If you need nine, whatever. As long as the time that you're awake, you're doing stuff, you're getting things going and you're actually working towards your goals. And uh, one good thing to help you with that to be more effective during the time that you're awake is make sure to have a good morning routine and have a good night routine. Have a good morning routine so that you can, your mind is prepared to take on your day. Have a good night routine so that you're able to wind down and get restful sleep. Everybody's morning and night routine can be different. I'll give you guys a really quick run through of mine. I get up in the morning, I don't use an alarm clock, I just get up when I'm not tired anymore. I make sure to, if I need to be up early, I just go to bed earlier, that way I can gauge about when, uh, when I'll be done resting. Don't touch the phone until I've meditated, done some push-ups, some sit-ups, and taken a shower. Because if I touch the phone, it automatically throws all of my thinking and I'll be in my shower, I'll be doing my, my morning routine thinking about stuff I need to get to. So it can wait, it can wait an extra 30, 45 minutes, it really can. So just get through your shower, get, get through your shower, through your thing, make your bed. You know, even if you live by yourself, a lot of single guys out there, Make your bed anyway. No matter how the day goes, at least you get home to, to a made bed and you accomplish the first thing of the day. Night routine, electronics off, uh, lights dimmed, everything. A couple hours before, before I go to bed, just dim everything down. Make it just as, as low light as you possibly can a couple hours before bed. Definitely no stimulants or, or caffeine or anything like that four hours before bed. And keep my phone away from me, it, it's, it's, it's on silent in a drawer, away from my, from my bed, away from me. And there is no television watching or anything else going on in the bedroom except sleep or sex when I have someone over, that's about it. There's no eating, no phone, no TV watching in my room. My room is just for sleeping. So 
that's kind of my really quick run through of my day and night routine. And it just helps you be more effective throughout your day when you are able to have that discipline and know how to wind down and know how to get yourself going in the morning. Yeah. And, and one more tip I have to add to blue blocker glasses. Um, if you throw them on after sunset, even if you must use electronics or must be on a computer, or sometimes we do this podcast late at night and Rick makes fun of me, but I pop, I put my blue blockers on because that will block out the blue light. Um, you can buy those on Amazon guys for under $10. You don't have to spend a hundred bucks on them. They, you know, just buy some crappy $10 ones off Amazon, just blue blocker glasses. And that will, that will definitely help you. All right, guys. So the next one is uh, changing up your workout. So this, this one I think is really important because you know, it's easy to get bored and lose motivation in, in the weight room. Um, one of the things that I suggested in a couple of podcasts ago was, you know, just changing up your gym even because new gyms are, um, have different types, different equipment. They have a different people there. It's a new environment. You'll learn some stuff, different stuff by changing gyms versus going to the same gym. But if you do like your gym, you stay at your gym, try to change up your workouts, change up your splits. Um, maybe switch over to uh, a five by five type of workout where you're only doing the big compound lifts for a little while. If you're doing that already, switch to a split routine. Some of you guys who have been lifting for a few years who, who have been sticking to compound lifts, it might be time for you to start switching to more split routines as you get more experience, as your muscles get more conditioned, as you get stronger, that will kind of give you something more fun to do. Um, there's nothing more boring than just going to the gym and doing the same workout like, like a robot, you know, every time you go. And I see people do that and um, it's just not necessary. Um, it's so much more fun to do a split routine and try different things. How about going to the gym and the first lift you usually do on that day, do your last lift and then go reverse. So you do your first lift last and your last lift first. Try that just something different, you know, just to make it more fun and stay motivated and change up your music too. If you like music, you listen to music on your headphones, change up your music, delete everything that's on your headphones right now and just put some new tracks just so you're fresh, you know? I would add to that, uh, journaling, journaling works too. make sure you keep a journal of, uh, what exercises you're doing, your workouts, your lifts, the weights you use, even if you're trying new foods, uh, like I suggested, in the first tip to try new foods journal how you feel the, the few hours after the day after you introduce new foods into your diet it's always nice to go back and read some of this you'll be real surprised how much things you're going to find and learn about yourself because you can't fully trust your memory on things don't think that in december you're going to really remember how many reps at, at this weight you were doing in january you'll You'll, you'll tend to forget a little bit. So journaling um, everything from what you ate, how your body reacted, how you feel in the morning, how you're feeling at night, kind of workouts you're doing. You'll be able to go back and analyze it and find things and learn things about yourself that you probably will never learn if you just try to do it in, by memory. So journaling, uh, journaling is, is, is a good way to look back on the year, look back on your training, look back on your decisions and understand how they're affecting your physique today. So journaling. All right, guys. So next one is learning some fasting protocols. And um, I had a client that get a hold of me recently. He told me that he had purchased my ebook back in August 
Uh, it's called the No BS Fasting for Fat Burn by Steve Smeaton. Go on Amazon. That's where it's sold. And he followed my protocols that were in the book. He went from 25% body fat to 18% body fat in about four months. And his body uh, mass muscle actually went up by 1%. So he lost tons of fat and he gained a little muscle in the process. So fasting, guys, does not destroy your muscles. It actually will help you get leaner and it won't affect your muscle gains at all. Um, that's, that's his, he did a DEXA scan and he showed me his progress. It's, it's quite amazing. So some of the best fasting ways that you can do, and this is something that is universally done. If you look in the blue zones, which are across the world, this is the areas where people live in their eighties, nineties and hundreds, no problem. And they're healthy. There's like no obesity, no type two diabetes, no heart attacks, nothing. The one constant denominator that they have is they fast. They fast pretty regularly. So a simple way to do, do it where you're not going in excess is you can do intermittent fasting every day where you're only eating in a four to six hour window. And then you can do once a week or once every other week, a 24 to 36 hour fast where you don't eat anything for 24 to 36 hours. If you do that, you'll be shocked at how much fat you burn and how much muscle you can actually put on. Because the, the trick is with fasting is the muscle that does, the muscle cells that do burn off are the old weak muscle cells. And then you will regrow stronger muscle cells in the process. So you'll actually look more muscular and be more muscular when you fast and you'll shed a lot of body fat. So fasting guys is the answer. I don't care if you're a bodybuilder, if you're a football player, baseball player, hockey player, you, you like powerlifting, any of these, anything. Fasting will work for anybody. And uh, once you get more advanced, you can start experimenting with three-day fast, five-day fast. I just did a seven-day fast myself. But doing these things has amazing benefits for your gut, has amazing benefits for autophagy. Um, the Nobel Prize winners, two out of the past three years in science and medicine, they were guys who showed, who proved that fasting does in fact um, create a lot of autophagy in the body that is killing off the very dangerous cancer cells in the body and weaker cells in the body. So you're going to boost your immune system, boost your gut health, boost your insulin sensitivity, and it's going to make it easier for you to lose fat in the future as well. So very, very important, guys, to learn these fasting strategies. Um, you, can, you can check out my ebook. And you can basically ask me questions on the forum. I'll be happy to answer them on fasting. Now, if you're already fasting and you're an advanced, you're an advanced uh, fasting enthusiast, I should say, uh, dry fasting, look into it. Dry fasting is the next level. This is no water either, no food. Uh, when you brush your teeth, you want to use uh, distilled water. Dry fasting is the next level. Um, you're going to see a lot faster and a lot more results dry fasting than you will I mean you will hydrating give an example of dry fasting to how many um, hours to do it and don't worry about dehydration like you're gonna die over from dehydration it's actually a bit overrated dehydration is a bit overrated we're not in this constant danger of dehydration nothing really backs that up and dry fasting just nothing bro 24 48 hours of dry fasting the first time you dry fast the first day you're gonna feel some euphoria and some really weird feelings you've probably never felt before Second day is going to get tougher by the hour. And if you're advanced, you're going to be able to pull through about, you know, 48 hours, 
maybe 72 hours dry fast. If you're not advanced, 24 hours is a good start, but it doesn't start to get interesting until about 24 hours on dry fast. So yeah, it's worth looking into if you're already fast, you're doing time restricted eating, intermittent fasting, water fasting, everything. Dry fasting is, is the next level and it's worth looking into. What I like about dry fasting is I feel I'm getting the results a lot faster. So while I'm waiting three, four days for a water fast to begin to do certain things in my body, I feel that about, after about 24 hours on a dry fast, everything's coming along. It's a bit more painful to, to bear through, but I feel like the effects are, are, are coming along a lot faster and I don't, I don't have to wait days. And I kind of, uh, the way my mentality works, I kind of rather take more pain now in a shorter period of time than less pain over a longer span of time. And it, it suits me. Dry fasting has, it's something I've started experimenting with the later half of 2019. And it's probably going to be something I'm going to be uh, experimenting with a lot for uh, the rest of 2020. So next one guys is maintaining your body with the help of yoga and, and, uh, and uh, stretching. And what happens is when we resistance train, we weight train over the years, we compress our spine and we cause this to become herniated um, and basically wear out our joints. So we delubricate our joints when we weight train as well. So how do you maintain that? Um, really good idea is to take a good joint supplement like N2 Joint RX. How do you do that though physically? And one of the ways um, that you can increase mobility and flexibility and lubricate those joints is yoga. Good quality yoga, guys. You can sign up to a good quality yoga studio and you can go in there. Um, I like the Bikram style of yoga. You'll love it. It's extremely challenging, guys. A lot of you out there will... Um, we'll do it and you'll be like, holy shit, like 10 minutes into it, you're gonna be like, wow, this blows away anything I've ever done weight training. And it does. 90 minutes of the Bikram yoga is so much more challenging than 90 minutes of weight training or 90 minutes of even running. Uh, it's very, very, very challenging. And you're in a room full of sweaty, hot chicks and they're fucking swimwear or bikinis i mean and uh you can't beat it guys and and uh it's just an amazing experience and afterwards you feel like a million bucks but it's really helps you build mobility a lot of us have problems in our shoulders years of weight training you pound away your shoulders and as you weight train you build muscle your mobility drops significantly well yoga will actually increase the mobility so it's going to prevent you from tearing your shoulders, tearing other parts of your body, it will decompress your spine. So if you have discs that are herniated, which most of us do, it's going to decompress that and it's gonna basically um, really, really make you feel a lot better um, with your back and your neck. So I highly recommend it, guys. Being flexible and mobile is very important if you wanna stay healthy long-term. Yeah, yoga, definitely. Yoga is great. Nothing much else I can say on top of that, Steve. But yeah, add new things to your training yoga pilates do some classes see what they what they offer at your gym take some uh mixed martial arts classes jujitsu if you don't want to risk getting punched in the face just jujitsu just try different things in your training for 2020 incorporate new things and yoga is one of the best things you can incorporate into your training so uh agree second that 
Yeah, Pyro Pilates is very low impact. So if you want to try something low impact that's going to build your core, that's a really good one. Another one is read books, guys. Um, I'm a big, big book person. I used to not be, I'll admit that. And I think the reason I used to not be is I used to have to read stupid shit when I was in high school and college. So like when I became, you know, when I got out of college, it was just like reading something to me is just like torture. But in fitness, guys, there's a lot of good books out there. Um, way better information you will find in some of these books than you would ever go on YouTube and looking at fitness channels. Um, these guys that have these fitness channels, uh, their information is very, very cookie cutter, parroted and wrong. I'll put it that way. Um, this podcast that you're listening to, you're not going to hear any of this stuff anywhere else. We don't just copy parrot all this shit like dry fasting, for example, and like what Rick was talking about. You'll never see that on social media with these guys. They'll never talk about that because they're, they just regurgitate the same bullshit. Um, so, but books guys, uh, one of my favorite authors, Jason Fung, I highly recommend read all his books. Really, really good. Um, it'll blow your mind. Some of the stuff he talks about, I don't agree with everything he says, but it's really, really good. I'm always finding uh, new authors to read. Um, and, um, you know, really, really good. And if you like fictional books, read some books, you know, over watching TV, you know, and you'd be surprised how relaxing just going to the beach and getting a chair and sitting there and reading a book is versus watching TV or going to the park and versus watching TV and reading a book. Uh, it's, it's, it'll blow your mind. Some of the stuff that's in these books. Get a subscription to audible. And you can uh, listen to books too when you can't read them, when you don't have time to read them. You can listen to, to books, audiobooks. I like the Audible subscription because you pay monthly and you get a, a certain amount of credits. And they keep reminding you. They're like, hey, your credits are ready. Grab something. And you use your credits every month to grab a new book. Uh, it's so convenient to listen to audiobooks that I'll listen to the same audiobook three, four times while I might only read a book once and then come back to chapters that I want to go through. When the way Audible works, it makes me want to listen to the whole book from front to back over again. So that's, uh, that's something really convenient. It's something you can, you can listen to your book at the gym while you're driving. So Audible. And again, just having those credits monthly uh, asking you to pick something up with your credits, it really motivates you to, to look through and, and find the next title, the next title you want to you wanna listen to. So, so Audible. And most of those really good books that we all should be reading they're all on there already on Audible. So uh, I should just uh, get a subscription to that. It's probably one of the better uh, monthly subscriptions you can pay for. All right, so my last tip is spend less time in front of the TV and computer, more time in nature. And um, ask yourself that question. When was the last time you just went and enjoyed nature? Um, it's hard. We live hectic lifestyles. We are very habitual creatures. We do the same things every day. We wake up. We... Uh, go to work, we come home, we make dinner or we go out to dinner and then we watch TV. Then we go to sleep. Same shit every fucking day. Nature is a beautiful thing, guys. Um, I like to just, one of my hobbies that I've kind of rediscovered is freshwater fishing in the past few months. And um, basically um, I just grab my fishing pole, grab my, my uh, soft baits and I just, go. I just go find a, a lake or a pond in the middle of nowhere and just park my car and walk, 
whatever half mile, mile to, to the little pond. I'll find a pond on, on Google that's accessible. It's not private. I'll just go there and fish for, for like three hours. Time flies and uh, catch and release the fish and then just walk to my car. It's just the most relaxing thing ever because when you're fishing, you don't think of anything. You're just focusing on fishing and nobody's there to fuck with you. Nobody there is to bother you. Um, so it's, it's really nice. I enjoy it. Um, versus, you know, the typical saltwater fishing or fishing in a, on a dock or fishing at a pier with a bunch of fucking people annoying you. Just, I like to just go and enjoy nature. Um, that's, that's one of the things I've, I've, I've been using to kind of get away from everything. Um, one of the ideal vacations that I would like to do, it would be just going to the mountains and renting a cabin for the weekend and just having no electricity, nothing, just a fireplace somewhere like in the mountains, maybe like Colorado or North Carolina or something or Montana or something and just enjoying nature, no phone, no computer, no electricity. I don't need shit. I just need my fireplace, get a fire going, enjoy it. So that, that would be something that um, would really, really help relax you. You know, we already take good care of our bodies. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you definitely care about the way you look or the way your body performs or both. Um, I'm going to suggest uh, for 2020, uh, we should get started really taking care of our minds and taking good care of our minds, same way we do with our bodies. And one good way that we can all take better care of our minds is to really be very, very, be the gatekeepers of what goes in and what comes out. And that's very important. So consume the right type of content, engage in the right type of conversations, stay away from the content that you shouldn't be consuming, stay away from the conversations that are no good for you. I'll give you an example. Um, if you're watching a TV or the news, wanting to obsess over things that you have no control over, um, and then going to work or going socially to then again, continue to talk about and be emotionally taken by some of these things you can't control. If when you are um, talking to your friends uh, socially, they want to gossip with you about somebody else's misfortunes. These are all things that you can just say, I don't want to hear this shit. I don't want to watch this shit. I don't need that in my mind. There's, there are a lot of things out there that you let into your mind, you let into your brain that you really shouldn't. Here's what I want you to do, most of you guys out there. Next time you hear something unpleasant or you see something really bad, it could be some, some gossip about something terrible that happened to someone you know or something going on in the news, just make a little mental note every time that comes back up in your mind days later. Every time you might be at the gym or you might be driving or you might be in the shower and then boom, it just, that thought comes back into your mind about something really unpleasant that may not even be related to you, might not really affect your life directly and you might have no control over, but yet it's in your mind, not paying any rent, just living there, right? So just how we take care of what we put in our bodies or, or how we exercise our muscles and all of those things. Same thing with your, with your mind. Just be the gatekeeper. Don't let any bad thoughts, any negative things come in. Make sure you watch what comes out of your mouth because you will hear what comes out of your mouth. So just take good care of your mind. Same as we do our bodies. Same as, as we expect for our bodies to look good and perform well. Expect the same thing from your mind. To be calm, to be at ease, 
and to perform well. So um, that's my last tip, I guess. All right, guys. So we covered a lot of stuff in this podcast, guys. If you have any other questions about anything we talked about, hit me up on the forum, Steve SMI, and then we'll follow up on any of this advice that we're giving and uh, on a future podcast. So um, how, how's that sound, Rick? Good? Yeah. Yeah. Follow it up. All right, guys. Appreciate you guys listening. We'll talk to you guys on the next show. Please listen in. Thank you very much. Have a good one. All right. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are all sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.